Hey, thanks for coming. Come on, let's get her in. She's lost a lot of blood. No idea and had multiple lacerations. <laughs> I'm with social services. I'm not going to hurt you. Do you know who did this to you? Anything on that girl last night? Let us do our jobs. Girls have been disappearing around for years. This place never disappoints. <laughs> what if there really is someone out there killing lots of them? What are you feeling, the meat? <laughs> Women get reported missing all the time. Hey. And most of them turn out to be nothing. Be ready. These type of situations are lost cause. Stay the fuck out of my job. There was some bitch asking just a lot of questions. Feeding up. So beautiful. You hear the music? You just couldn't leave it alone, could you? I just need a little more time. Darling, this is your salvation. Welcome to this week's episode of Uncle Dad Talks, and with me as always is the ever so handsome, the one and only, the uh, the, the cream of the crop, if you will, mm. Mike Hampton. What's up, Just Mike? Cream. Cream of the crop, brother. <laughs> it's, always, it's always exciting to hear what, what I'm going to be uh, each episode. It's always different, but uh, exciting nonetheless. So thank you for calling me creamy. Oh, of course. You are the creamiest of men. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. No. But speaking of cream, uh, <laughs> our movie probably has to deal with some of that, uh, unfortunately. Uh, we are talking about uh, today's ep- episode is interesting, and it's actually our Halloween special because uh, this will come out on Halloween. So happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween, Mike. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, indeed. Uh, yes, we got some uh, good stuff for you today. We actually sit down with two guests today. Uh, um, what's pretty interesting is that they are a producer, writer, and a director and writer of this new Lionsgate film, Squealer, uh, directed by Andy Armstrong and written by Danielle Bergio and Andy Armstrong. Uh, pretty exciting. I do have to just throw some uh, little facts, at, not facts, but information at you real quick. Uh, this movie comes out exclusively, uh, sorry, not exclusively, uh, digital, on demand, and in theaters on November 3rd. So when you hear this, it'll be a few days beforehand. So go check it out. And that is Squealer uh, from Lionsgate, uh, starring, not only does it star uh, Danielle Bergio, it also stars uh, Wes Chatham, or Wes Chatham from uh, uh, The Expanse, uh, Kate Moening, I think that's how you say her name. Uh, and with, of course, Theo Rossi from uh, Sons of Anarchy and, and the legendary R&B singer Tyrese Gibson. Uh, pretty, uh, pretty stacked. Uh, what do you call that? Stacked, uh, not docket, uh, panel cast. cast thank you. <laughs> cast? <laughs> what do you the, think, the Mike? People the, the people in the movie? 
Uh, yeah, pretty stacked, right? Yeah, there's some good names in there for sure. You know, uh, I think the chemistry from what I saw of that cast is pretty good too. So it, it, I think you're fun. right. And you can't go wrong when you have Tyrese in your movie because you know there's going to be some good music in there. <laughs> I think that's part of his contract is if he does the film, there has to be good music in there. Otherwise, oh, he won't do it. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. I think I read that somewhere. Uh, oh, I think you did. I think you did. I think um, so. <laughs> Asterisk, he did not. <laughs> so we don't get sued by anybody. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we were talking uh, to the people behind this film. Uh, Mike, uh, we just got done with the interview. Uh, what'd you think? I mean, I thought it was a, it was a very well-informed interview. They were a lot of fun to talk to. And uh, you can tell they're both very passionate about this project. Yeah, it was neat to talk to both of them, you know, as they wrote this together. <clears throat> you know, and just like, it was interesting to get into kind of, you know, this movie, Squealer, is based it's based on true events. So, you know, it's not a true story, but it's based on this this actual uh, serial killer in Canada. And we really got to dig into a lot of that part of it, which I thought is, to me, was some of the most interesting things about this movie is that there was this dude that did some of these kind of things. And um, and also just to hear a little bit of how their, their writing process, how, how it works, you know, how it, how it works as a team. Yeah, you know, and I'm curious, uh, you know, Mike, you know, you've written a lot of, uh, not movies, but you've written uh, comic books and, you know, and stuff like that. I'm curious... Would you say the process of which they're talking about writing is similar to the way that you go about it as well? Well, sometimes. <laughs> when you're working with somebody, right? Yeah, when I'm working with someone, but also, yeah, like, hey, I mean, it's also good to just have someone read over your stuff and edit it because, you know, you're in your own head. You can hear things a different way than you're actually saying things in your right. own mind. You know, it's, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, a lot of it's just, you just kind of throw stuff at the wall and, and as you're throwing it, you uh, you see new messes being made. Yeah, right. Right. You like and that? Yeah, I do. I do. And then you like to see, then those messes come alive on the screen, right? <laughs> or in your case, the comic book. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's uh, it was interesting to talk about all that, and you know, obviously they're gonna the audience is gonna get to listen to our interview as well. But uh, before we get to all that, Mike, we're talking about writing, and <laughs> what is the only thing we use to write on? Well, the only thing I use these days is a field notes book. Uh, tell me about that, Mike. What is a field notes book? Well, okay, so one of the things. I've been doing recently uh, is I travel a lot, as most of our listeners know. And, uh, you know, you're out you're out and about and I often forget a lot of the things that happen. You know, when you're going so many places, you're staying in this hotel, you're over here, there may or may not be some drinking. Um, but but it's fun to like, what I've found is helpful to remember a lot of the things that actually happen. And the funny things we say is I keep this little notebook, you know, it's pocket size and it's a field notes book. And I jot down a lot of the one-liners or like what someone randomly said that we all laughed at that you probably would just forget because it was one thing in, in a million things that happened on a weekend or in a week. So um, it, it's kind of like a little memory bank. A little, that, memory, a little memory book? <laughs> memory book as my memory brain goes away. <laughs> you know, uh, age will do that to you, right? <laughs> uh, no, age, that's all it is, this age. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's right. Field Notes uh, is a sponsor of our show now, and they really are some of the best products out there. Uh, actually, for this interview, Mike, I did all my notes in my Field Notes book as well. And uh, it's this is actually the foiled again version, uh, oh. which is a very special hand uh, foiled uh, notebook, uh, pocket size. And it is truly one of the best things to write on. And not only did I write it on it, I wrote with my Field Notes pin. That's right. Oh, well, that's probably why these were some of your best questions ever is because 
because you took the the field notes as your field note. Mm, I like what you did there. <laughs> uh, Mike, you know, I believe that everybody deserves to save money. And so let's make sure we, we do that for them. Uh, go out there, go to fieldnotesbrand.com, uh, buy anything you want and use promo code UNCLEDAD10. You'll get 10% off any of your purchase. And to be honest, Mike, I mean, it really is one of the best writing products for any creative or even student, I would say, right? You don't have to be a creative to buy these. Mm-mm. Yeah, there's notes, um, journaling, drawing, mm-hmm. sketching, Ca- writing calendar? nonsense down. Yeah, they have everything you need. Go out there, get it. That's field, fieldnotesbrand.com uh, using the promo code UNCLEDAD10 for 10% off. Um, we appreciate that. Remember, when you support them, you support us. And what will we do if we don't support each other? So thank you. Uh, Mike, uh, before we go ahead and get the interview going, any last words? Well, I just say that, uh, you know, I'm not a big sausage eater. And I think after watching Squiller, I'm less of a sausage eater. I'll just say that. What's weird is I kind of want more sausage. You would. <laughs> you probably want some sausage right now. Mm, I do. I do. Yeah, I see it in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, you see it in my eyes. Exactly. Uh, but yes, go check it out, guys. Again, November 3rd, uh, Squealer from Lionsgate, directed by Andy Armstrong and written by Danielle Bergio and Andy Armstrong. Uh, truly uh, a, a unique film to watch, and uh, I think you guys will enjoy it as much as I did. Uh, so, uh, Mike, without further ado, uh, we'll see everybody next week. And next week, we should have some more fun on the show. And it seems like we're getting back to the groove of things, right? Like we're getting back uh, – the ball is rolling again. Ball. <laughs> That's all you got. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. We'll see you all next week. Remember, we're not uncles. We're not dads. Uh, we're just someone to talk to you. Take care, everybody. Hello. It's quite the honor to have you guys both on here. Um, I got to say, first and foremost, that I truly found this movie to be so unique and special. And I'm very <laughs> excited to talk about it with you guys. So first, uh, my first question right away is, both of you guys come from like a... Um, a stunt background. I was just curious, like what, how much of that experience did you take into making this film uh, to both of you? Uh, Danielle first. Okay, sure. I'll start. Um, So yes, we both have a very strong action background, uh, but at the end of the day, like action for me is just another form of storytelling. So everything I've done prior to this, I actually was a dancer before becoming stunts. And then that has led me along the way. Uh, I realized at some point in my life that I just, it's all a form of storytelling and that's the part that I love. So every aspect and every year and every day that I've had on set has just been a, a more knowledge and more experience and working with so many amazing people to learn about how to bring a story to the screen. And so um, in my stunt journey, I, I met Andy here and um immediately when we met it was funny because we were we were both so heavy in stunts but we immediately connected on this other level where we were really geeking out on um on just movie making and then we realized like oh we both kind of have this other passion he had previously directed before uh i was just an aspiring filmmaker um and he really was so um encouraging and really championing me to follow my dream so much so that we ended up years later connecting to be partners and um so that's how i ended up here and i'll let him answer for himself i mean my uh although a sort of long long background in in stunts the the 
the main thing that I always tried to bring to uh, to characters really was was action that they that an audience would believe that this character could achieve, and that was that's always my sort of. Uh, never-ending mantra that I, you know, would this guy or girl do that or this, you know, and I, I uh, a lot of movies, although I've done a lot of very big action movies, a lot of them I've taken action out of because I think sometimes endless action has a sort of reverse effect. You just get complacent to it. So I've, I've always felt that you should, uh, you know, it should be like music. There should be some high notes and low notes and, and you know, maybe something spectacular at the end. And uh, I always try to build action for characters in in that way. And I think uh, when we decided to do a movie together, I think we both wanted to do something that was not purely judged on its action, because I think most people from our background tend to do a movie and it's, you know, get a chance to direct something and it's car chases or fights or fires or something. And uh, we really wanted to go a sort of slightly different direction and, and tell something that was a, a more um, more of a drama, really, than than, than just all-out action. Um, and this story is something that uh, that I'd heard about and I'd told Danielle about it a few years ago. And uh, we both had it sort of kicking around in our head. It was such a it was such a powerful. Uh, well, it was, it, it was the character, the, the main character that was in real life was Willie Picton. And he was, it was so sort of haunting, this guy, that, uh, that, he, that he did these things and he got away with it for so many years that it sort of, it stayed with us that we, we ought to make a, a movie with a, a character based on that, on that guy. Uh, so that's how this came about, really. Yeah, I love that. I think you can see a lot of the the resemblance to the story. And what I think is also fascinating, and kudos to the makeup department, because uh, the 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 squealer himself looks almost perfectly like him, I feel. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's close. Uh, but so, Mike, uh, I think you had something you wanted to ask as well. Yeah, well, so um, what? So being being in such action films where, you know, you're how many explosions are in the movie and how many times can you jump out of a car? Yeah. You know? walk through glass like bruce willis or something like what made what about this guy in canada i mean he's a pretty sick guy was it just that is you wanted to find a crazy story and and exploit that in an interesting way or did you just really like sausage yeah it it was he fascinated us both really on on lots of levels but but mostly was the fact that he had found a method of carrying out these things for many, many years and getting away with it because he, he, first of all, he picked people that sadly no, nobody cared enough about to, to look for, you know, they were, they were the people on the sort of fringes of society. Um, and, you know, no matter how compassionate we think we all are, we, we tend to brush aside some of these people that are less fortunate and, and not follow up, you know, had he been, had he been killing actresses or, or models or, you know, even housewives, he'd, he'd have probably been caught a lot sooner than that. But he was nobody, nobody really genuinely missed the victims that he took. Um, and then the other element that I found 
so interesting is that the real character operated just outside Vancouver, Canada, and he was... Um, it's a, it's such a beautiful part of the world. It's something that, you know, people go there in the winter and it's gorgeous, the mountains and and it you know, in the summer it's it's beautiful and sparkly. And I I'd just done several movies in Vancouver. Um and so I know how, how beautiful it is and how sort of it's a it's a very peaceful place to live. It's not there's no sort of hostile areas or anything. And uh and yet this was going on for years after year after year. And he was only just outside the city, you know, he'd pick up these girls and take them back there and they're never seen again. And so that was certainly an element that I found really interesting is that, uh, you know, it's not it's not miles away in some sort of swamp somewhere. It's it's, uh, you know, it's just down the street. Uh, it's, uh, you know, a lot of people with nine to five jobs had walked past some of these girls that were the next day were never seen again and so that it was that proximity to to us all that I found interesting and also we were we were really searching for you know for the first we have several stories that we plan to to bring out and some of them are quite full of all the action and all that but we were really looking to for our first film together do something that was very grounded I mean all I hope all of our work is grounded and authentic, but this one in particular, there was the, this almost the simplicity of it and the, the groundedness of it. And again, like he said, this beautiful landscape that just, it just felt so powerful. And even though it, it's not maybe necessarily in our typical action genre, it was just a story that we couldn't shake more than anything for me. This is, I, I, I don't think I've had another story come across my, conscious that I has stuck with me the way that this one has so it really felt like the right one to start with I noticed uh looking at that the guy who did the actual things uh a lot of them were indigenous women and that's a common thing that especially in Canada where indigenous women would be kidnapped and disappeared and just and no one cared so you know you're you're creating a a movie that's entertaining and, and it's scary and it's fun and there is some action and of course but also maybe it just kind of brings to light, like, hey, this actually happens. And I hope so, yeah. I'm more aware of it. Important you know, I hope for us to yeah. hit that social commentary. And I think that was one of our driving forces. Andy and I both are very passionate about that subject. And, um, and it's part of the reason why we chose to make this particular story inspired by the true events and not entirely a true story. Um, because we we wanted to be very respectful to the victims and the victims families this story wasn't from that long ago so um that was something that we wanted to be very mindful about and we really wanted to bring that while it's a movie and people are coming to be entertained we do hope that we can shine a light on that subject and the apathy that surrounds this and hopefully maybe encourage a little compassion in that area and Mm -hmm. i know for both annie and i that's something that was very important so um, i hope that comes through I think so, it's oh, go ahead, go ahead, Mike. I was just saying, uh, actually, you go ahead. I'll have a, I'll have a last thing to say. Okay. Uh, so what I think is uh, interesting about this film too, is uh, the writing is, it's, it's really strong in this movie. And I like that they, there is so much complexity to each of the characters. Like each character is dealing with their own kind of type of situational, you know, life, life situations, right. As we, as we do as humans, I am curious that you guys both wrote it together. How much did, was it one of you kind of leaning on the other or is it more like, Hey, I'll take the focus on this. Like, how does that process work together? 
No, every actually every scene and every character was a pretty mutual thing that we, you know, that, that they would they would sort of grow out of our our, our mutual discussions and things. There's really there's really no part of it that that sort of I wrote or that Danielle wrote or whatever. It it it, it really was a, you know, I would I would often have lots of ideas which I sort of spew out all over the place. A lot of them make no sense whatsoever and so Danielle would be very very articulate and particular about you know choosing the ones that we're going to use and and putting them in place and so it was a it really is a a, we're very lucky it's a very we have a very very good uh, system between us to to create this stuff we've written that was the first but we've written uh, two or three since then um, and it's a it's a great process. I'd I'd always written alone before, and I realised how, how much I was missing by doing that. It's been it's such a better process to write with somebody because they can police you as part of anything else. You know, they can stop you going off down these idiotic. Just sort of come to the, somehow miraculously, we come to the table with just the right amount of this and that together. That just seems to work. And so, yeah, there's there's not really like a structured process, but I think we just, yeah, we just talk our way through it and everything we do, we pretty much do it together. I love that. I, I absolutely love that. Now, before we wrap up, Mike, you had something you want to add real fast? Well, Andy, I also can understand that because Uncle Dad here often keeps me from going down idiotic <laughs> roads. Yeah. So it's good to have someone help uh, okay. a second set of ears. It is. It's a really, it, it's uh unless anyone's done it they they sort of don't understand how how really constructive that can be to have you know just as someone that can sort of bump you back on the rails and 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 uh and pick up on the good things and you know be prepared to get rid of the other stuff and it's a, it's a it's a fun process actually us writing together it's 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 really good and it uh uh yeah it's very very satisfying and i i'm I really love about this movie is that it, I hope it does operate on, on the basic level of a horror film where it's got, you know, gore and scary and makes people jump and all that sort of stuff. But it, it does, uh, there is a social commentary under there if someone cares enough to, to look at it. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, fun's the right, wrong word, but it's, a, it, it's something that, uh, powerful maybe. Yeah, and it's uh, we were very lucky with cast as well. We, we everyone that we that got on board in terms of cast brought a, a huge amount to their role. They, you know, they it was one of those things where you there's a certain amount on the page, but then it suddenly becomes alive when these characters bring their own their own sort of uh, chemistry to it, and uh, every single one of them brought something special to it. It's just raised it off the page. It was great. Sorry, a lot of collaboration on set with the cast and the crew. And I think that really makes them shine. You know, they, they did bring a lot and he, and I think it's because he's such a great leader in that way and really encourages the collaboration and lets people do what they were hired to do. Uh, And it, it all came together. Yeah. You guys have some great, a great cast. And I think it's also great, especially with this story that there's a, there's a, there's not just a male voice. There's also a female voice in the, in the yeah. writing. Part of it. So it's great. And since it's horror and it's Halloween time, really quick, what are each of yours favorite horror, scary movies that might've 
may have even inspired some of this movie. Uh, you, you go ahead, Daniel, first. <laughs> Uh, my favorite horror movie is Alien. Alien and Aliens that I, I don't see a whole lot of similarities, <laughs> um, except for there's, you know, a nice strong female character there. But that's just that's like one of my all time favorites. And and the other yeah. one that is nothing like this is Shaun of the Dead. That's my other probably favorite. <laughs> yeah, classic. Yes. Everyone. Uh, 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 mine's a bit sort of offbeat. The, the classic would... The, the first sort of movie that I can remember having really deeply disturbing me was Psycho, uh, for obvious reasons. But the, the the next one would be a, something not considered a horror, really, but, but would be Deliverance. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. disturbing, you know. And uh, and John Borman, who directed Deliverance, is a is a friend of mine, and uh, so I've, I've you know discussed a lot with him about it. And it's uh, I even watched it recently, and it's still disturbing. You know, it's still whoa, you know, you, you, yeah. you have to think about it. You know, it's awful. Oh, yeah. those the Great choices for both of you guys, seriously. And this movie is absolutely wonderful to watch. It'll hit you in many ways that I can't recommend enough. So please, everybody, go out there and watch Squealer. Thank you very much. Uh, absolutely. And uh, Mike and I have to hop off, but it was an absolute pleasure talking to you guys. And uh, you, guys. wish Thank you, you. Think about the best. Take care, okay? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.